ask yourself this question. Does it serve future me more than it serves current me? I think that is a beautiful question to help find perspective. These habits, they're simple. But if you choose the right ones and you do them consistently, they get easier and easier because they become habits, they become ingrained. And you really can change your whole future with this stuff. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, yesterday's episode. (laughs) It was episode number 1,553. Two words worth remembering for 2024. Today, for episode number 1,554, happy Monday if you are listening on Monday. One simple way to know if a habit is worth doing. The reason I was laughing, Alan, is because I'll tell you, but also tell those who are just listening. Alan, at the beginning of every episode, takes a big sip of his water or whatever beverage he is consuming. And I had a moment where I was like, I might just sabotage the entire episode to see if I can get you to spit up your water. Nice. And then I was very close to doing it. And then I decided against it because of time constraints. Thank you for sharing. Would you have appreciated if I did make you laugh to the point where you spit up of your Of course. Water? Always. I will do it in the future for sure. All right. One simple way to know if a habit is worth doing. We were talking about this recently on an episode where somebody had asked me in a podcast, habits take so long to come to fruition. How do you know if the thing you're doing is actually worth it? Especially if it's if you're a dream chaser and you're doing something that you've never done before, maybe it's for business or learning something new, whatever it is. And I didn't really have a good answer. Because the truth of the matter is, you're good. You raised your hand. <laughs> I was raising my hand. Yeah. I, have, I have an answer for the class. Okay, let's hear it. What you do is you think about what you value most. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, maybe top three things that you value most and then ask what is the most important habit for that core value that's your answer yep is that your final answer you want to lock it in and then you see what your brain comes up with and then you do that habit you want to lock it in huh you want to lock in the answer that your final answer you want to lock it in that's yeah that's my final answer what happens if if the habit is not something it's not something that you really want to do, but you know you should. Well, then you have to mourn the the loss of the result. You have to accept. You have to accept that you'll never so it's, achieve the result. It's one of those. We've had this discussion many times where Alan used to say, you can't want an outcome unless you want the process. And I used to say, well, you can. I mean, there's a lot of people that do. That's why quick fixes are such a thing. You can't expect the outcome if you don't commit to doing the process. Yeah, you can want it. You just can't get it. Most likely won't get it. 
This was my thought. A simple question. And I told Alan, I said, I want this to be a, such a simple conversation because I think it has to be because it's such a simple concept. Ask yourself this question. Does it serve future me more than it serves current me? I think that is a beautiful question to help find perspective. Now, can you go too far into that? Yes. You could easily say, I'm going to invest all of my money into my future and I'm going to struggle for the next 20 years. But when I'm 60 years old, I'll have an amazing life. Maybe that's not the way you want to do it. But think of, think of most of the habits that we do that are good for us eventually. They really suck day to day usually. Yeah. So we were, Alan and I were talking behind the scenes of what are some good relatable habits that our community practices that we could use this for. One is exercising consistently. You don't want to do it. You might not want to do it on the day of. Usually you get a pretty quick hit after you do it though. So it doesn't take years to feel good, which is beneficial. Reading. When you read a book, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential knowledge and potential energy and, and future opportunity that you're downloading into yourself. But the day after you read a book, nothing really happens. It doesn't really work that way. The day after a coaching call, nothing really happens, depending on the coach and the coaching call. When you are trying to track your finances and focus on saving money, that really sucks in the short run. When you're counting every dollar and you're counting every penny and saying, yeah, this still sucks for me. I dislike this. And I understand, again, I'm blessed to have this opportunity and it's a privilege to even have this conversation with myself. but. Well, we have, we have food in the fridge that we just bought. We have chicken we could cook. We have ground turkey we could cook. Kev, the last thing you should do is get takeout. I want takeout, though. Of course. I want it more than I want to cook the food. Of course. But we already spent the money on the food, and if I do those small, intelligent behaviors long enough, then maybe we won't have to cook food. We'll be able to order pre-made food, and that'll be what we do. And it'll be like I'm having takeout every night. This is an example. So that's really what our, we're going to go in this episode. I think there's two things. One, does it serve long-term me more than it serves short-term me? Is a, a question up for, up for debate slash up for practicing with yourself. And here's the second thing. In how many ways does this serve me? That's the answer I would give if somebody asked me on a podcast. How, yeah. how do you know if a habit is worth keeping or if it's helping you? It might not be helping you in the direct way you want it to, but there are other things that it's helping you accomplish that you didn't expect it would help you accomplish. That would be my answer. Yeah, that's a really good one. That second one? You hated the first one? No, the first one was strong. The semi-strong? Nice. No, it was good. I think the future self, at all times, we have to optimize for the future self or the present self. So optimizing for the future self would be working out. We're going to go to the gym tonight, Emily and I, and we're going to be doing legs. Legs. That is for the future self. We were joking last time we went and got sushi. And because we passed this Chinese place. Let me ask you a question. Remember China Pea? Yeah, of course I remember China Pea. What kind of sushi rolls do you get? You like the, the raw fish or are you somebody who gets the... Yeah. You like the raw fish? We do. Yeah, we do spicy tuna. And we do spicy salmon, which is weird because I don't like spicy food. I know that's weird. 
for some reason, spicy tuna and spicy salmon rolls at this place I go are amazing. And we also get one of the specialty rolls, just one. And it's called the North Bridge. And it's it's bomb. It's one of those deep fried rolls. I was a uh, I love the sweet potato tempura rolls. No fish. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think it's just fried <laughs> yeah. potatoes. It's kind of like a fry in a sushi roll, of course. Not a not a lick of protein. Avocado <laughs> roll with no fish. <laughs> and then I would get the cucumber roll, which is I think it's just cucumber in a roll. Those are the three I got. I don't I do not mess around with the fish ones for some reason, but I love fish. Just not raw fish. Just not raw fish, yeah. The spicy salmon's my favorite. It's unbelievable. Real good. But anyways, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, we passed this Chinese food place. And last time we were passing it, I said, remember when we used to get that? And the reason we stopped is because <laughs> Emilia did not feel well the next day. <laughs> you know? the, but here's the thing. It was bomb. The China Pete oh, it was so good. had quite a reputation. So Alan and I went to the same high school. When there were half days, people would go to the China P for China Pacific. The China P for all-you-could-eat buffet. Yeah. And it was the it was the known place in town where you could go as whatever age and just rip down Mai Tais. They didn't really care that much. <laughs> and I think something happened. I think somebody... At whatever age. Yeah, you could do whatever you wanted. I think there was like a some sort of accident or something and they got shut down and I think they got bought by new ownership or something. Yeah, this is actually called New China Pea. So legally, one way to, re- to change their one name. One way to rebrand yeah. yourself. One way to New, new China Pea. But anyways... Uh, that's an example of a short-term, short-term China pea. That Chinese food is awesome. I mean, come on, crab rangoons, orange chicken, chicken fingers, lo mein, awesome. Beef teriyaki, great. But the next day, Emilia was like, I don't think we can do that. I don't think we can keep doing this, which made me very sad. Now, we only did it like once a month or so. I think we had a, a, a month that we did it a couple times, but... That would be an example of short-term win for long-term loss. Good habits are short-term loss for long-term win. And you can't really change that. That's life. Yeah. You know, if you, if you exercise is a good example. No one really wants to exercise every day. I, I understand that there are times in their life where, where they will say that. And I've, I've been there too. Oh, I love working out. Okay. I'm in a phase in my life where I love working out right now. But those very people who said I love working out, there was a time in their life where they hated it. And so exercise is one of those things where while it's a habit, you love it. And you convince yourself you love it. And then you tell your friends you love it. And then you end up a month or two off and go, you know what, maybe I don't really love this as much as I thought that I did. And so I think it's empowering to just say, you know what, I don't necessarily love exercise, but I know I should do it. Hi, my name is Tim Melanson, and I have a web development agency called Creative Crew Agency, and I'm also a podcast host for the Work at Home Rockstar podcast. I met Alan a little over a year ago. He was a guest on my podcast, and we had an epic conversation, and I was just really impressed with his work ethic. And so I decided to jump on board with him, and it's been a little over a year now. My business has grown, but more importantly, I feel much less stressed, and much more purposeful with uh, what I'm doing in the direction that I'm going. So I definitely highly recommend Alan, if you're looking for some accountability, if you're looking for some tools and look him up, take him up on his consultation. I do. I'm at that place in my life where 
I, I was talking to one of my clients earlier and I said, he, he did two interviews yesterday. He interviews and recruits and he's a, he's a leader. And he was like, yeah, man, the, I was, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon and I, and I had my last cup of coffee and I swear to God, I could have fallen asleep in an instant if I wanted to. And he's like, the last thing I wanted to do was get on this goddamn interview. And he's like, I did end up being an awesome interview and this guy's going to be amazing. I said, that's what we need in 2024. You, you know how many times I feel that way? Kev, how many times do you feel that way before a coaching call? And we love our clients and we love coaching. I, I love coaching. I think you kind of like it. The point is, is you, you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to always want to do it. Sometimes you're going to want to. I love podcasting, but I also sometimes hate it. Sometimes I just hate it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be here. It's, that's okay. That's called the human condition. But most of the time, I do enjoy this thoroughly. Okay. And most importantly, it's worth it. So back to habits, whether it's podcasting consistently or exercising consistently or, or not eating China pea, whatever Chinese food, whatever it is, the first question I like because it's about the future self. The second question I think is fire because when you break down habits that way, you realize the really powerful ones. So for example, learning every day, what are the benefits? The benefits of learning every day are crazy. There's so many. Okay, you're going to be growing more consistently. Uh, you're going to feel more fulfilled because you're growing more consistently. Now you're going to be able to contribute more. You're also going to be able to talk to other people and recommend books to people. You're going to be seen as more of a leader. You're going to be more consistent, more disciplined. You're going to become more. You're going to, you're going to know more. You're going to you're going to learn things you didn't even know you needed to know. They just stack. These benefits just stack, stack, stack. I have this sneaky goal. Excuse me. I have this sneaky goal in life where I want to find the best, most optimal habits. And to our last episode, I know I'll never perform them optimally. Okay, that's why I only do 30 minutes of exercise a day. I know an hour and a half, there's no way. But I do have this sneaky goal where I want to ch- I want to find the habits that long-term will matter the most. I want to find the habits that are that are so beneficial that long term the benefits are so wild. And I do that with every client and it depends on the goal, the core values, that kind of thing. But I'll give you one more example and then I'll shut up, I promise. The gratitude game, Kev, before bed with so Kevin's wife Taryn and him do a gratitude game before bed. I think you guys do one, right? One thing you're grateful yep. for. All right, we do three. Uh, that's not a one-up thing. It's actually we used to do a two-up thing. A two-up thing, yes. We used to do li- limited, unlimited. We did seven, then eight, then nine. eventually it went off the rails and we stopped altogether. So don't do that. But we do three a night, and sometimes we'll do a bonus, like a fourth, but we'd never go past that. And I'm just more grateful for her. That one habit, simple, so simple to do has transformed my relationship. And here's how I know. I stopped doing it for a while. Emilia and I had like a four or five month period where we weren't doing it. And I got humble pie. And I was like, am I not that grateful? And I came to Emilia and I said, sweetheart, we have got to get the gratitude game back. I feel like I'm taking you for granted. And, you know, we got to get the gratitude game back. And she's like, I know. So these habits, they're simple. But if you choose the right ones and you do them consistently, they get easier and easier. 
because they become habits, they become ingrained. And you really can change your whole future with this stuff. Well said. I like in how many ways does it serve you? I think that's a very, it's almost like you're tricking yourself into doing it. In a way. You're, you're putting so much proof into something that you're, you feel more guilty not doing it. That's probably a fine yes. line too, but I, I don't like going to jujitsu. I don't like the process of going. I don't like the process of the uncertainty of who's going to be there and what if I look stupid. I don't like that process. I hate it. I thoroughly hate it. I love the actual activity of doing it. I don't hate that at all. I love that. If I could just do that, if I could just transport there and be on the mat and know who's going to be there every time, it'd be the easiest habit in the world. But that's not how it works. There's still that's not how anything works. No, there's still lessons for me in that. And I think one of the reasons I like it so much is because I'm not good at it. I'm pretty good at lifting weights. I've been doing that for so long. I'm not good at jujitsu compared to the people I'm with. So that's, it's very beneficial. It's serving me in so many ways. It serves me in exercise, but it serves me in discipline and respect and self-trust and fulfillment. So I think that's a really good question. Does it serve you? And in how many ways does it serve you? And I know the, the future self thing was something for a long time that, I don't know, it sounded too, too woo-woo for me. Like do something your future self would thank you for. That always sounded very woo-woo to me. Now it lands at a deeper level. Than it was. What's your next level nugget? Sir. I want to, my next level nugget is, Eventually, your future self is going to be your current self. That is something. And then eventually, your future self is going to have a future self. But your future self already does have a future self. Whew. Yeah. The rabbit hole goes it do, it goes. goes far. But Go what I want to do for my next yeah, level nugget. I used to say this, and, I, and again, I'll, I'll make it land in a different way this time quickly. I used to say, if you spend each day invest each day trying to make sure tomorrow is brighter, eventually you wake up and your whole life is awesome. If I work on my body, my relationship, my business, team, my craft, myself, every single day, tomorrow will be brighter than today. I mean, not guaranteed because it fluctuates, but over the trend line over time will be up. And then eventually you wake up and it's like, holy crap. You ever have those moments? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. Every now and then it's like, oh my God, my life is amazing compared to what it used to be. It's still challenging and that's the weird thing. It's like really more difficult challenging, still. But different yeah, yeah, more. Yeah, different. But it's so much more wonderful than it used to be because I remember days in the past that were just awful, uh, just terrible. So, so invest today to make tomorrow a little brighter. That's my next little nugget. My next level nugget would just be reiterating two questions. One, does it serve you? Two, and how many ways does it serve you? The best habits are the ones that serve us in ways we didn't even realize. That's just an extra added benefit, is what I would say. If you are trying to make a habit of surrounding yourself with more like-minded people, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. That is what it's all about. I tell this to clients all the time. Because they always say, "What's the? why should I have a Facebook group? 
And I always say, you should probably have a Facebook group because there's a lot of people who listen to your podcast that don't know other people who are listening to your podcast. And it's your job to create the community of positivity or whatever it is that you're talking about in your podcast. There's a lot of people out there that would find value in meeting other people who listen to the same podcast. So that is one of the reasons we are so active, Amy, and the team is very active. And Alan and I try to be as much as humanly possible as well. But the, the ultimate goal is to have a community of like-minded people. And I think that's what we're all longing for anyway. So if you want to be part of it, the link will be in the show notes. We would love to have you there. Speaking of being around like-minded people, we have a book club. Whenever I'm on, whenever, wow, I can't talk today. Whenever I'm on other podcasts and they find out I have a book club, they're like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. And very much so. I mean, it, years. <laughs> you yes. know, it's not just like a, it's not you new. Know, it's been years. Yeah. yeah, it's not new. So we're reading High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. You can see it on camera if you're on YouTube. And if you are not, uh, you can't. <laughs> uh, we are on chapter three, Raise Necessity. It's just a safe space that's private. You can participate as much or as little as you want to read next level books with next level people. And you're going to get some really cool, unique perspectives. We do polls. We ask questions. The chat is on fire. It's been absolutely awesome. Shout out to Brandon for running that so well. And uh, we hope to see you there. The link to register will be in the show notes. We do it every Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow for episode number 1,554, the unsexy part about becoming more confident. Not even going to tease it. That's what the episode is. That's what we're going to talk about. Rut row on this one. Rut row. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what it's about, but um, I sh- I'm sure it will hit home for me. Maybe. I don't think it's what you think it's going to be. Ah. Yeah, yeah. It's not when you get more confident, you become more villainized. Is that what you think it's... Oh. Is that what you thought it was going to be? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, no. We're going to be fine. It'll be different. But we can, cool. we can talk about that as well. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Choose positive habits. Next explanation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.